Now, I know it won't come as a shock to any of you guys to hear that the Senate Intelligence Committee has found no evidence of collusion with Russia. But this is news to the Democrats and their co-conspirators in the media who have worked themselves up into a nearly psychotic state of delusion, insisting, surely the only reason we don't have Madame President Hillary Clinton is because Donald Trump worked with the Russians to steal the election. The funny thing is, if Hillary had won the presidency, we wouldn't even need a special counsel to lock her ass up because we have all the evidence we need that shows she colluded with Russia to try to win the election. Just didn't work out because America is just too damn good and turned out to get the Democrats out of office. But we have actual facts that Mrs. Clinton colluded with Christopher Steele to produce the Russian-sourced dirty dossier. But the media hasn't cared much about that. No, for just two years, it was orange man bad. Get orange man, deploy Mueller, deploy the House, deploy the Senate investigative committees, find out how he cheated to win, and ignore everything you uncover that uncovers how Hillary Clinton unsuccessfully cheated to win. I mean, if, that is, if that's not corruption, then I really don't know what is. This is what happens in third world countries. This is something that happens in Venezuela. This is something that happens in Honduras. This is something that happened in Soviet Russia. And despite their Bolshevik tactics to take down an American presidency, they can't find anything. They can't find it. And so they are just beside themselves about it. Does that mean we are stuck with Orange Man? Yeah, I think it might be. What are you gonna do about it, guys? They've still got their hopes up though, but in the end, I believe the American way will prevail. And what the Democrats are doing is not it. And welcome to the White House Brief. I am your humble correspondent, John Miller. Remember, you can follow me on Twitter, at MillerStream. And remember, the White House Brief is also now available as a podcast. Search White House Brief in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts, Spotify, Omni, Google Play, you name it. Subscribe, rate it, review it. We'd greatly appreciate it. All right, speaking of un-American, do you guys see the Washington Post article? Uh, this is scary stuff. They have gone full-on socialism and are defending it against the evils of Donald Trump. Donald Trump's war on socialism will fail. And then they put the giant communist flag, the red flag. I mean, that's weird for an article trying to argue not all socialism results in poverty because we're not talking about the really bad kind of socialism. Uh, is there a good kind? They seem to think that Trump's proclamation at the State of the Union address that America will never be a socialist country was some sort of war cry rather than a simple affirmation of the values the country was founded on. It is not a war. It is a simple fact that we here in America are not a socialist country. And if the vast majority of Americans have a say, which in a non-socialist country, they do, America will never become a socialist country because the vast majority of Americans, guess what? They like capitalism. The radicals have taken off their masks. I mean, for years, the left has been trying to dismantle the American way. And one way they've been trying to do it is through this unfair, one-sided Russian collusion investigation. And now that nothing is coming up on their crooked investigations, they're just in a state of shock. Now, what happens is sometimes on fake cable news, reporters accidentally report the truth. And then the gangsters back in the studio, they have to figure out how to respond to the truth. 
And that's exactly what happened with reporter from MSNBC, Ken Delanian here, in such a stunning moment that the president, he actually had to go and thank MSNBC on Twitter for finally reporting something truthful. We want to get to some breaking news right now. NBC News exclusive reporting on the Senate Intelligence Committee, their investigation into Russian election interference and what they have and have not uncovered. NBC's Ken Delanian has just jumped in front of a camera to join me with his new reporting. So, Ken, what are you hearing? What are you learning? Hallie, after two years and interviewing more than 200 witnesses, the Senate Intelligence Committee has not uncovered any direct evidence of a conspiracy between the Trump campaign and Russia. That's according to sources on both the Republican and the Democratic side of the aisle. If and when the president, as he may inevitably do, point to this reporting, point to these conclusions and say, look, the Senate Intelligence Committee found that I am not guilty of conspiracy, he, he would be correct in saying that? Well, except, except the, the use of the term not guilty is not really appropriate because they're right. not a court of law. And Robert Mueller still has yet to weigh in, right? And that's a big question because Robert Mueller knows things that the Senate investigators do not have access to. That said, Trump will cl claim vindication through this. What, 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 what? You're saying uh, all this time Trump was saying no collusion? He was correct? Now, of course, we assume Delaney got in big, big trouble from the execs at MSNBS for reporting the truth. So now on Twitter, he's actually going and trying to backtrack it. He says, quote, to be clear, the Senate Intelligence Committee has not found evidence exonerating Trump either. Well, no, here in America, that's not exactly how it works. I mean, exonerated from what? There have not been any charges made against him. Maybe in Soviet Russia, that's how they did it. But here in America, you don't come up with a hypothesis, make an accusation, and then try to find evidence to fit and match that accusation. And then when you can't find it, say, oh, well, we still haven't found anything exonerating him. No, that's not how it works. But since their goal is to get Trump, not justice, over at the other disgraceful cable channel, the fake news network, they're claiming, well, it might not be a crime, but so what, it was still worth it. There's a whole, um, uh, you know, voluminous amount of uh, things that may not be a technical federal crime, but are still things that we don't want in American politics. Well, you know what? I don't want Democrats in American politics, but that doesn't mean we would launch a multi-year witch hunt against Democrats and candidates we don't like. Really funny how it went from Donald Trump is a treasonous bastard to, well, his campaign still might have done things we don't love. Really, that's very different from a crime. And speaking of things we don't like in American politics, are you going to go after, I don't know, Obama for spying on the opposition party? Or what about this? What about everything that happened with the dossier? What about everything that happened with the Hillary Clinton campaign and the DNC and the intelligence agency heads and Comey and Clapper and McCabe and Brennan? You're telling me you guys are all cool with that stuff? You're telling me that these investigations are just to find things you don't love, find things you don't like? You guys don't like Trump. That's what it is. You guys want to destroy Trump and his duly elected mandate to lead the country until at least 2020. That's what this is about. The left and their media cohorts want to delegitimize this presidency and throw out the results of the election. We've known that that's what this is about all along. They're still banking on Robert Mueller to uncover the dirt. He's their last resort since no one else, it seems, is able to find this. And the line I keep on hearing is, well, you know, we still have the Mueller investigation and Mueller still has access to the stuff the Senate Intelligence Committee doesn't. Well, they still have access to highly classified intelligence. For instance, they would be able to see, for instance, an intercept between Russian intelligence officers suggesting some sort of conspiracy. 
So they do know a lot. If Senate Democrats actually had something, we would know it by now. We all know that. If they really had impeachable or criminal evidence on this Manchurian president, they would not wait until 2019 or beyond with what the president's approval ratings are, with them continuing to rise. To they would not wait to disclose it to the media and the public. Now would be the time. But surely, Mueller's their last hope to disrupt a duly elected president's rightful claim to the position. I mean, they are literally idolizing Mueller in only a way that radicals idolize their leaders. Brian and Ed Krasenstein, the soy bros who got their fame, you know, from idolizing Justin Bieber, we're not kidding, on Twitter, they've made a hero out of Mueller. They're writing a kid's book to indoctrinate children into how to appreciate his un-American witch hunt. The book is called How the People Trumped Ronald Plump. I'm not kidding. You can't make this up. They are not just lauding him. They are literally fetishizing a shirtless old man version of Mueller to make him look like he just walked off the stage at Chippendales. This is not normal, as the woke liberals would say. Not in American democracy, it's not. It is disturbing, to say the least, to make a hero out of a dirtbag like Mueller who has been deployed by the deep state to remove a sitting president. Now, the Krasenstein bros, they call him Robert Morrill. Really, Robert Morrill. What is moral about the way Mueller has conducted his investigation? Instead of finding what he's supposed to be finding, he's nabbing innocent people on process crimes. He's gotten almost everyone on crimes that happened during his investigation. They are crimes that were in fact generated by his investigation, all while failing to uncover the basic crimes for which Mueller was appointed to find. All Mr. Moral can get are allegedly contested false statements, tampering with witnesses and obstruction of justice, or not even obstruction of justice, in fact, obstruction of the probe itself, which those are of course, yes, crimes, but they have nothing to do with collusion or tampering with the election. That's what they did with Roger Stone. They sent people to his house because of these terrible, violent crimes, and they raided his home in the wee hours of the morning with more agents than they sent to Benghazi. And to make matters worse, the forces it would appear Robert Morrill's team sent colluded with CNN to make sure that CNN could get the whole affair on camera. They say, oh, it was just a hunch. We just went on a hunch. We just suspected it, guys. It was just a coincidence. Will you decide for yourself? It's just before 5 a.m. and an SUV with a CNN cameraman arrives first to this quiet street in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Within minutes, the driver gets out and begins to set up his tripod. So far, no sign that anything's about to happen. But the Cameron gets back in his car with his equipment to wait. Almost exactly one hour later, trucks with heavily armed men arrive in front of Roger Stone's house. Immediately, CNN's cameraman jumps out of the car, camera on shoulder, capturing the footage. The feds assemble on Stone's driveway. They're wearing ballistic armor and carrying assault weapons with 30-round magazines red dot sights and tactical flashlights mounted to their barrel shrouds. An agent pounds on Stone's door, finger next to the trigger in case something goes wrong. Within minutes, Stone exits his home to greet the agents who have their rifles pointed at him. Stone raises his hands and spins around, apparently trying to show that he is unarmed. Another FBI agent approaches Stone from behind and cuffs him. It's just after six o'clock in the morning. It's still dark out. <laughs> yeah, but it was just a coincidence, guys. This is not how things work in a republic like ours. Roger Stone is dead broke because of all the legal fees he's had to bear. 
This unfair witch hunt has ruined the lives of many people simply because they dared to work for the president or his campaign. And now the fake news networks are admitting the long-running, multi-million dollar investigation turned up nothing even remotely related to Russian collusion. This is, this is third world thuggery. And every American should be horrified that we allow this to happen on our soil, which we proudly call the freest nation in the world. Uh, we have a socialist uprising in the nation right now, a literal socialist uprising. That's what they're calling themselves. And if we allow this assault on our freedoms to continue, we sadly won't be able to claim that mantle for much longer.